Welcome to From a Particular Point of View. I'm Dale. This is a podcast where we look at American life and times through a perspective of faith. There's only one God, man, and I'm pretty sure he doesn't dress like that. Politics. Why should I trade one tyrant 3,000 miles away for 3,000 tyrants one mile away? An elected legislature can trample a man's rights as easily as a king can. Nerd. And entertainment with my sense of enlightenment. What the good doctor hasn't let in on yet is that your test shows that you're a genius. Please, your IQ scored right off the chart. There isn't even a classification for you it was so high. All of your tests indicate that you have the most advanced intellect in the history of humankind. It will test your head and your mind and your brain, too. So sit back, literally or figuratively, and enjoy American life from a particular point of view. Lighten up, Francis. My lords, my ladies, and everybody else here not sitting on a cushion, today, today, you find yourselves equals, or you are all equally blessed. For I have the pride the privilege, nay, the pleasure of introducing to you a knight sired by knights, a knight who can trace his lineage back beyond Charlemagne. I first met him atop a mountain near Jerusalem, praying to God, asking his forgiveness for the Saracen blood spilt by his sword. Next, he amazed me still further in Italy when he saved a fatherless beauty from the would-be ravishings of our dreadful Turkish uncle. In Greece, he spent a year in silence just to better understand the sound of a whisper. And so, without further gilding the lily, and with no more ado, I give to you the seeker of serenity, the protector of Italian virginity, the enforcer of our Lord God, the one, the only... Sir Dale. And good day to all, this is Dale, and this is from a particular point of view. If you want to contact me for any reason, put input or whatever, it's from a particular point of view, that's where you can get, yeah, that's what this is. Sorry, I got distracted. (laughs) Watercoolercomments at hotmail.com or watercoolercomments at gmail.com. Well, this episode here is going to be one about a movie I recently seen about um, something that's kind of hit me near and dear. Uh, nerd stuff, you could say, is dependent upon you. I mean, nerds just isn't Star Wars, Star Trek, um, electronics, comic books. It's whatever you really get into. Um, it's whatever moves you, whatever draws you, whatever you feel passionate about. And one thing that uh, I realized that I have a passion about, well, I, I like music. Um, pretty much, well, when I was younger, I liked one kind. And I was like hair metal bands, you know, the loud, the guitar, the, well, when I was really young, it's what my parents listened to. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. Whatever. When I got up my own, I realized I actually liked a certain kind. 
And, uh, and of course that changed when I got older. But, uh, one thing I, 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 I realized is that, well, I was thinking, you know, cause I've always been into the faith through, you know, at least not necessarily showing it, but always in my heart. And it's one thing I was wondering when I was younger is, you know, about different kind of music. Well, the movie that I saw this last week was a movie called Jesus Music. And, uh, it, um, I, you know, it's like, okay, I was interested. I was curious. What would this be about? Um, means that it was, a uh, it was, um, produced, I guess, uh, by, by Caleb radio and some other people. But I was like, gee, what, uh, you know, so let's see about this. So I went to see it. And of course the theater, uh, wasn't that full, which was nice, but also it's like, okay, maybe, um, uh, you know, maybe not as many people here is, you know, of course, Christian stuff anyways, when it, when it comes to a secular world, um, doesn't get a lot of attention. Because I understand that. Okay, yeah, whatever. But, uh, but it was, um, yeah, it was, uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, it's, uh, let's see, it's the soundtrack. Well, actually, there's a soundtrack, of course, but uh, it was directors by uh, Ir- uh, Andrew Irwin and John Irwin. Um, they have numerous stars on here. Uh, it was, it's a documentary and, um, it's pretty much the story of, of Christian contemporary music, rock music, um, any, you know, contemporary music. And they pretty much it began, um, in with the hippie music, um, uh, in 19, mid 1960s, early to mid 1960s in, you know, with the hippies. And of course, uh, they had, a, a few well-known people on there. Uh, Greg Laurie, who was a well-known preacher and some other people who, you know, Christians would know, even some non-Christians know, 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 what about, know about this. But, um, it, uh, it was on there and there was mention about how with the hippies, the people from the hippie movement, whatever, uh, you know, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Well, when they, I guess there are some people who just got tired of the sex and the drugs. I mean, it it took you nowhere. Yeah, it felt good for the moment, but when that moment was gone, gee, what's next? You know, um, and besides that with drugs, most people who get into drugs know where that takes you, usually nowhere fast. And with the sex, it's like the same thing. I mean, that could lead to either children, which isn't always bad, or diseases, which isn't never good. But um, I guess a few people in the movement... Uh, got turned on to God and Jesus, and but yet even though they became Christians, they um, they they couldn't um, they couldn't just put down their music. Some people are really inspired by that, as well as I am. And um, you know, you and the thing is that when you become Christian, when you're still young and kind of crazy and stuff. You just can't resort back to the music, maybe that you know whether or not you were raised in a church. You know, of course, to most of us, um, in a church back in the old days means an old gray hair lady on an organ or a piano or something, you know, something like that. And to a lot of people, it's just a uh, oh, brother, you know, and you read out of a hymn book and you just it's the same old, same old, and not that it's bad, it's just that, um it's not necessarily good. Well, they're trying to figure, okay, well, how can we, how can we, as you know, still expand our minds, but yet still believe in, uh, in God and keep with our faith. Well, things happen. 
Um, you know, and, uh, granted, I got to admit that, um, the, the first 20 years of Christian music, I know little to nothing about. Um, I regret to, to tell you that, uh, I really, you know, didn't get into it too much. I mean, um, you know, um, of course everybody knows about Amy Grant. She's a big one. Keith, Keith Green was a big one. I didn't know him. Um, Larry Norman, uh, you know, people like that, Al Green. Um, but I didn't know who these people were because, well, in the seventies, I was listening to what my parents listened to in the eighties. I was listening to, you know, uh, Dawkin, Kiss, Motley Crue, Scorpions, you know, th- that kind of stuff, how, how you think it would be. Uh, but then something happened. Um, it was in, I think, 84, 85, um, I was in this mall and I saw a poster of these guys. There was four guys on a, um, sport utility vehicle. It was dark and there was kind of a little bit of, a little bit of a fog coming around there and they're all holding weapons and they're all dressed in yellow and black, black. And it's like, what, what in the world is this? And it's on the top, Striper, Isaiah 553. So I got myself, I don't remember if it was a CD or the tape, but I put it in and played it, and this is what I heard. And that just about blew my mind. I was just amazed, you know, and it was Christian. Uh, Isaiah 53 is something like, and by his stripes we are healed. Pretty much what that is, is the wounds on Jesus. That by those stripes we are healed. By his death on the cross we are healed. And uh, I was blown away at it. The energy, the strength, the, I mean, the guitar, the power uh, the drums, everything, you know, uh, uh, Michael Sweet, uh, lead guitarist and vocals, or rhythm guitarist and, vo- uh, and lead vocals, Robert Sweet, percussion drummer, whatever, Tim Gaines, bass, and Oz Fox, uh, lead guitar, these guys just blew my mind, it's like, oh, is this what rock is now to Christians, wow, and so I was just amazed, uh, along with that came um, groups like Bride, Bloodgood, Leviticus, and um, it just amazed me. I was just flabbergasted. It's like, wow, this is great. So I just kind of felt, kind of fell into it. And um, I knew there was other artists out there, but to me, they were just, eh, you know, I, I guess Pat Boone, but that was like old people music. And I know that in the 80s, their other groups came out. Um, uh, you know, uh, um, I just can't remember the name. Toby Mac was in it. Um, DC Talk. That's I keep on forgetting that name. Um, back then, uh, again, uh, they were in the, the more the urban, more the R&B, the rap thing. And back then I really wasn't into it at all. Um, the, the, the song Jesus Freak, I enjoyed that, but it really wasn't the rap thing. And back then like I said, I wasn't really into rap at all. Uh, so yeah, I was, uh, like any other, any other group, any other band, things change. And, um, 
At first, my taste didn't change. I kept on sticking with the same one. And still to this day, I look for bands because it seems like to me like Christian music today has changed to be more contemporary, a little different. So I, I be you know every now and again I'll start looking on YouTube or or internet or Spotify or whatever for um, a a band that's that's not just your typical Christian music station band, something that's harder, something that, that fits my energy because every now and again I just want to rock out, you know, roll the windows down, crank it up, and just be loud and crazy. But um, yeah, I can't always find what I'm looking for. Uh, and, uh, yeah, but it is difficult to find it. You have to look for it, I guess. Cause you know, anymore, that's it, not, I know I went to, uh, the local, I called up the, I met up with the local Christian music station, uh, at, I think the fair or something a few years back. And I asked him, say, why don't you play Christian rock? You know, and I gave him some of the bands. He's no, we can't because we're a Christian station. It's like, yeah, this is Christian rock. No, you don't understand. We're a Christian station. Um, excuse me, this is Christian rock. They praise Jesus. They give God the glory. No, no, you don't understand. This is a Christian state. So I just, okay, whatever. <laughs> uh, it just seems like to some people in, in, in the Christian faith, um, e- either you like it or you don't. You know, uh, that's one thing that kind of got me when I was a kid. I was going to church. And, and uh, in the lobby of the church I was going to, they actually had this little pamphlet um, that tried to tell me that that Satan created rock music to pull us away from Jesus and to God. That Satan made the loud guitar. Satan made them kick that drum. Satan made them scream out the notes. It's all Satan did that. So we need to get away from that. And, and even now, I'm still listening to some of the, the preachers on the radio, and they're, even they're still saying, well, you know, Satan did create rock music to get us away from God. And it's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> It's just terrible. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, it's it, it's um, and there, there are still bands nowadays. I found one recently, um, a band called uh, Theocracy, that I really enjoyed, and uh, it's uh, it starts out kind of like this, and then it goes harder, and it's some of the words a little bit fast. It really is, but. Um, it's got all different kinds uh, of of elements to a really good rock song, metal song, um, 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 symphonic metal. Yeah, it's kind of loud, but um, the words are all there. I mean, I, I listen to the song a lot, and uh, I, I praise God when I do it because you know I am. And pretty much, I am is 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 to the Jews or to the Hebrews. You know, when, when Moses asks God, "Well, who who do I do I tell them that you are?" He says, "I am who I am." And of course, to the Jewish people, "I am" is their word for God. Well, one of them, amongst others. So, uh, so yeah, it just uh, the song is is who God is. And of course, who God is is dependent upon who you want him to be. Does some people he's other things and other you know? I mean, he he's the same thing. He doesn't change from age to age. But still, anyway. So I'm just going through here, and and um, I realized that in the 60s and 70s, 
I didn't know anybody that they were mentioning. It wasn't until the 80s where, and actually Striper was featured in the movie, and it went up from there. And of course, the more later it got, the more names I recognized, which is which is good because, uh, well, it's, um, you know, I actually enjoyed the movie, and I'm enjoying more and more of, of Christian music. And you know, and again, you know, that's one thing with with Striper. I guess they were really enjoying uh, what they were doing. And I guess Jerry Falwell come out. I think it was Jerry Falwell come out and said, and actually held up a Striper album and said, "These guys are the devil. Don't listen to them. They're terrible." Blah 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 blah. It's like wow, um, and it really hurt their feelings, which is probably why after that they came out with some darker and darker albums, still Christian, but you could tell something, I could tell something was going on. You know, I, I seen um, Against the Law, I think that's the name of their album there, and I saw that, it's like, okay, what are they trying to show? What are they trying to prove? Are they trying to show that if you do attach yourself to sin, this is what will happen, or... Did they fall into a, a weird funk that made them put this album out? Um, I really couldn't tell. I wouldn't share what was going on. So, but uh, there were other ones there. I noticed they did miss some. Uh, I like I said, I like the, the the band Bride. Um, they meant they they showed a really brief little quick part there of Bloodgood. Um, I'm not sure if Leviticus is still going, but there are some bands that they didn't quite show, but of course the movie's only so long, and there's lots of bands out there, lots of, not just rock, but other ones. But um, of course they had uh, Amy Grant, and and uh, Michael W. Smith was featured, and uh, Kirk Franklin. Um, they, have, they actually have Toby's full name on here, Toby Mac's full name. But of course they had an interview with him. But uh, it, was, it was a great movie. I really enjoyed it, considering I like music, and uh, I like music that's dealing with my faith. Um, since I got back into my faith, I almost never anymore listen to secular music. Um, of course, I do work at a local radio station and do, you know, sometimes and hear some of the songs. And I still have all. I mean, that's one thing is I'm not the I, I'm not the type of Christian who the moment I got into the faith, I dumped everything. I still like the movies that I watch. I'm still a big Star Wars fan, still a big Star Trek fan, other nerd movies. Um, I still like all those, you know, songs in my computer, the CDs that I have, um, you know, all that stuff. I still enjoy that, but I just listen to them less and less and listen to the Christian you know, music more and more. Uh, I've been to uh, several uh, Christian concerts the last few years. I've enjoyed every single one of them. And actually, it's it's interesting going to these Christian concerts because you're just not strangers. You're you know it, it's because you're going to a regular concert, and yes, you go there because you dig the kind of music or you dig that t- particular band. But when you go to a Christian concert, you also have this feeling of family because there's a good chance the person sitting next to the left of you to the right of you is also a Christian. So there's that feeling of faith-based community not only do you like the music that's being kind of music that's being played not only are you there to hear the same artist but you're also there as a member of the community of 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 god and that's really you know that's uh adds something to it you know and uh some of these uh these artists really get into it i mean uh back when i was a kid listening to striper on the albums i mean some of the albums i was hearing of some of the bands their production wasn't that good. I mean, yes, the music was good. They had a really good potential, but it just what they were missing something. Nowadays, the production's as good as any other company, any other band, any other production company, and they're really doing a good job at putting forth the music. So, uh, yeah, anyway, but uh, yeah, I highly recommend it. Um, you know, if you're a music fan, 
um, even if you're not a Christian, going to see Jesus music, or, or I'm guessing someday it'll come out in, in DVD or something, I don't know. But uh, it, it's just the history of it, of how the twists and turns. They even spoke about the bad, the bad parts. Because again, Christians are people just like everyone else. They're sinful. They just rely on God's grace more. And you get to see the good parts and the bad parts of their life, what happened, how they did it, or what they did, you know, and the good parts, the bad part, it's it's really good. And of course, um, to a person of my age who listened, listened to, you still, you know, listened to it back then, it brought back some, mem- brought, brought back some memories for me. So I really enjoyed it. Anyway, so uh, yeah, it's uh, Jesus music. Um, whether or not you like Christian music or not, I mean, maybe you're not a Christian, but you still like, because you like the kind of music. Either way. Anyway, um, so, uh, uh, so with that being said, um, yeah, it's kind of a short one this time, but, um, I gotta get, I gotta, I have somewhere I have to go here pretty soon, so I don't want to spend too much time, but, uh, yeah, this is Dale, and, uh, and once again, if you want to contact me or anything, uh, just email me at watercoolercomments at gmail.com or watercoolercomments at hotmail.com. And this is from a particular point of view. Have a good day.